one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Match Ball. Hello, welcome to The Match Ball, brought to you live for our TSB Plus members uh, on YouTube. If you're catching up with the podcast, you can subscribe if you want to share in moments like this. Uh, where we talk about games that Leeds United have been involved mm. in recently, such as the Everton game. Um, this is brought to you with Levi Solicitors, by the way, and we are truly grateful for their support. 10% off your legal fees, levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Down in this seat, Michael's there, and Moscow is in his retro 1991-1992 yellow away shirt, which it's actually prior to that. It's Top Man, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I just noticed the sponsor. Um, Good one at Goodison, ha- Happier times. Probably the best thing I've seen today. Yeah. Shirt. Yeah, it's the we, uh, best thing I've seen at Ever- uh, Everton for many years, yeah. Your description of games that Leeds United are involved in, I don't think, why did you oh, use yeah. that? That didn't apply today. That was awful, wasn't it? That Was that as bad as we've seen under Bielsa, do you think? We lost 7-0 to City. Yeah, they're yeah, good I, though. I, I didn't really watch that. <laughs> That's the thing, they're good, Everton are shit. Everton have won once since, like, I wrote it down earlier, uh, 25th of September, Everton have won one game mm. since then. And we, they, they looked absolutely... As good as Man City almost in that. They just completely blew us away. And well, or we made it incredibly easy for them. Big consequence of them being managed by a Leeds hating bastard. <laughs> mm. Well, you've got to give, I think you've got to give Everton credit today, sadly, because we got it wrong. I think we play three at the back against two attackers. Knackers our entire game plan, doesn't it? Mm. It weakens an already um, threadbare midfield. So you overrun us, don't you? Quite simply, bodies in the middle too many to deal with and then all you need to do is match our intensity or beat it and there you go it didn't it was obviously not working from it was Gordon wasn't it wasn't it had that chance very early on first minute first minute I think Cox tried to clear one but he just he just ended up kicking it into some space in the middle of the pitch where he he, I don't know if he there's normally someone stood there but there wasn't and and I think because Ailing had pushed out on the far side there was just an enormous gap in the middle I mean even late in that second half Forshaw was contending for a ball after he'd come on and it kind of broke in the middle of the pitch. And I think, did he lose the ball? Can't remember either way, but I looked and there were three players around him. He was doing a nice uh, I was doing his little, yeah, and there were, three, there were three players around him. So that, that goes to show the problem. And it goes back to a theme that we've said uh, a few times before, Michael, I think this show, Phil Hayes show, where we've said, you can tell within the opening five or 10 minutes what Leeds United you're going to get on any given day. And today it was absolutely shite. I mean, I've got, I've got away from my betting against Leeds thing, but I watched the first two minutes of that and I was like, Let's get some. Let's put a five on Everton. It was all out of my account. I just mm-hmm. thought I can go on Everton because we are losing this. It was just. It was obvious right from the start that we were. It needed something to change, and 
we just didn't, did we? I think for sure starting would have maybe helped. Yeah, Have, having a, a midfield. Because yeah. mm. I mean, the second half we were were we better off? Were they just so so comfortable that they could? I think it just it long since got away from us, hadn't it? It was it was too big a mountain to climb. Mm. I don't know. What do you think about what what he just said? Were you listening? <laughs> oh, not interesting what he was saying. Um, just on that second half, where, I mean, they sort of took the foot off the gas a bit, but do you think the game had just completely got away from us by that point? Yeah, if we'd scored before, um, well, if either of Rodrigo's stupendous mm. shots had been a little bit lower, it's a very different game, but the um, uh, vibe was off Yeah, all the time, wasn't it? Um, there was never a moment where you felt we were uh, um, in it, and, you know, blaming it on vibes is probably a get-out clause when probably... There's a lot of cases being made on Twitter right now about the transfer window and um, youth players and all the usual uh, things, but it did just seem... You do get games where everything just didn't right, and the the reverse of that is that Everton got a game where everything was right, and I'm not kidding about the Leeds-hating bastard in charge. I think he put them up for his first home league game against the team uh, he hates the most, and got them playing more like us than we ever managed to play. They, mm. they outleads us. Yeah, it's yeah. not just the three at the back thing um, and the and having no out. It's that they pressed higher. They didn't play anything like that against Newcastle. No. It's completely a bespoke beat Leeds performance. Um, and it'll be interesting to see whether that works for them again or whether that was just to get... Uh, one over us and then they just go back to being rubbish next week I have no doubt that they'll lose next week because they'll be knackered after all that effort as we've seen loads of times but that's no use to us is it I'm not they, even sure it was that much effort today to be honest to beat us it mm. looked quite easy they put loads of work in Everton were working all over the ball they would it, it was like us at our best when there's mm. tackles in the 90th minute and I must admit I've never seen Richarlison try as much as that never and you've never seen Iwobi play well mm. and he was brilliant in the first half every time um we had the ball, he was just charging about and doing things with it and getting the ball. There was a lot of players who I think previously under Everton have just been previously at Everton have been hiding and today they were just out there to uh, to get us. I mean, the thing is what happened at Newcastle was Newcastle did to them what they just did to us today. Just completely outfought them, pressed them high, pressed them aggressively. And that's the thing with Leeds. If we can't impose our pattern of play, our style of play on the game... We often just collapse, don't we? Especially if we get one behind, it often does turn into two and then it can spiral out of control into three because we keep going forward. I mean, I don't even count that third goal particularly. Well, their goals were, I mean, they were scruffy goals, weren't they? One's a corner. Um, the first one is uh, it's kind of like the way we scored against Villa. Daniel James's one uh, before half time, where it's, you know, the ball's spinning up at the back post and somebody comes charging in. They weren't particularly um, like graceful goals some of the other chances they created were were well done but um yeah it's, but they, they it's didn't need to be ball. they didn't need to be that good to score against us today because how many t- times did they have balls where you thought christ i hope no one's arriving at the edge mm-hmm. of the area for this one and whereas we managed to create basically zero chances yeah. i know the rodrigo hit two from from distance that were obviously very close but we didn't create a single clear-cut chance for anyone it was mm-hmm. dan james should have pulled it back instead of shooting mm-hmm. when it got in behind um, that's the only one I can really think of. This one's on Bielsa, isn't it? I'm afraid to say. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Can we pick it apart any more than that? I don't ever want to say bad things about him, but it's it doesn't work, does it, that set up every time? And I know it's always with the benefit of hindsight, and I know we're kind of... In- it's not hindsight, though, because we've said several times that we don't like it when we go three at the back, and it completely 
it changes the way we play and doing it, trying to do it without Calvin Phillips in the team is particularly risky because he's a, he's a good, he's our best defensive minded midfielder. So he's able to cover a lot of shortcomings in playing that system. Whereas when we do it as today, it just, it completely flopped from the first minute to the last. There was not, I don't think there was a, there's a single good thing to say about that performance. Melier did okay. He made one really good save at the end. Um, Helder was good. Rodrigo was pretty good in the first half. Mm. Not terrible in the second. But it's funny, isn't it? You understand why he didn't change the team that put the performance in against Villa, but every game should be taken on its own merits as well. And, it, and we did sort of change the team because the shape of it changed. So yeah. it's, well, that's true. Yes. So it's not the personnel was the same, but the roles people had in it were different and it very much didn't work and it is, it is one of those hallmarks of the playing the three at the back that when we have that three man midfield because we play so wide we make the pitch so big that you often do find one player is in there on their own mm-hmm. um, or nobody sometimes and we just kept giving the ball away like unforced errors over and over again like Ailing and Harrison I looked it up actually they gave the ball away Harrison gave it away 28 times Ailing 27 bloody hell which is ridiculous, isn't it? In a, yeah. in a game to to lose possession that much. But I mean, you've got to give credit to Everton as well for their approach to that and making us give it away because they they forced well they forced us to change shape for uh, for one thing. So we didn't have the midfield, we didn't have the outlet because Robin Cock, who you would normally look for in that hole in the middle in front of the the back four, is in the back three. Hmm. Uh, there were a lot of unforced errors in it though as well. There were pe- we just would we seemed I don't know if there were people were looking up and seeing a lack of options, so just hitting hopeful things where they thought someone should be stood, but we were not. We were not passing it directly to Leeds players. It was weird. It's like we were we were completely doing hit and hopes, which we, is not our style. It's almost like Everton were pressing us really high and making mm-hmm. it really difficult to pass out. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure if you took all the Everton players off the pitch, we would have been able to. We'd have been great, wouldn't we? Find, find a, a shirt as well, but you've got to remember that you know they were right in our faces, making it more difficult to pass. And so when you say unforced errors, if you go and have a look at when we were giving the ball away, you'll find a lot of the time there will have been an Everton player right in the face of either the player passing or the player they're trying to pass to, and yeah. that forces an error. It goes And it goes hand in hand with the formation, doesn't it, as well? Because when you don't have the outlet, you've got a player then who suddenly just decides to kick it against someone or try and send it down the line or give it away or just pump it into a general midfield area because the options weren't there. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, the third goal is probably the the illustration of that and is Everton's leadsist moment of being in the last 15 minutes of a game, um, pressing us really high so that we can't pass out from the back. Melier is reduced to just um, banging it long and because we're set up to attack, we don't win um, that ball because we're not set up to win long balls and it comes back at us and they score. Mm. Bad day then. And the problem is, like we've, I feel like we're a broken record because when we have these days like this, and unfortunately there have been far too many this season, we know what the problems are. It's the same problem that's been there all season. And it does it, it's exactly what you said, Moscow. We end up circling back to well, they should have bought a midfielder be it in the summer, in the January window and ultimately we're now powerless to do anything because in for a penny, in for a pound, Bielsa won't change. We just have to hope we've got enough now. But when you when you look at the upcoming fixtures, it's, uh, well, you know, maybe they won't be as bad as we fear, but it, you don't look at them with a great deal of optimism when you, you know, we've conceded 10 goals in five games, for example. Mm. <laughs> that's it then, isn't it? A huff and a sigh and that's the end of the show. It's just, it was so, so bad today. That's, that's, I mean, Southampton away was was terrible and could have been 3-0, probably. Do you know, it's funny because I was looking back at this season's results. I think I was trying to work out which kit we were most cursed in. Uh, I tried to work out how many goals we conceded in the blue one. And for some reason, in my mind, we did lose 3-0 to Southampton. And then I looked and it was 1-0. Mm, we, we deserved to lose 3-0 in that one, probably, because it was like today where we just had nothing. No, there was none of the normal 
zip about us. There was absolutely we never threatened them at all today. It was it was weird. Mm. And the subs, obviously, I mean, I think the subs were enforced, weren't they? Because obviously Dallas went off injured, who was previously being uninjurable, but he's now gone off. And then we, sh- as well. we assume Rafinha was injured, don't yeah. we? Because he was actually doing all right first half. I thought I thought he was probably our most dangerous player. Well, him and Rodrigo, I guess, were the, the two that were looking like they might force something. Um, and then Forshaw coming on was sensible. Do we, do we have to talk about, we do, <laughs> about the yeah. other one? Yeah, I mean, this is this is why we're here. But again, with all the discussion around, you know, like Tyler Roberts coming on, we know what the, the issue is there about quality and other options and stuff. So we don't need to say it again. It's spring um, out. It's entirely it's entirely self evident. <laughs> we'll, we'll just end up going around in circles on it. It's a self evident thing. It's Bielsa's decision. He's the boss, and he ain't for changing, is he? So what more can we say about it? He's 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 wrong in the eyes of many many people. He might be right in the eyes of some as well. We have to say that. <laughs> this is it's his show, isn't it? And we're at, we're all up just watching on. Mm. I would have liked Joe Gelhart to have come on instead of Tyler Roberts. Mm. I'm not saying it would have worked, but it would have at least been a bit more interesting. Whereas mm. as it was, we we made the change and nothing nothing changed did it on the pitch. I don't. I, I, I'd struggle to say Roberts played badly because I don't think he touched it enough to play badly. It yeah. just seems that he just completely bypassed him. Well, like everybody, it just, yeah, it just did. about yeah. everybody didn't. It? The, the, the second half was complete. The the first half was really we were genuinely terrible and it felt like they were going to score all the time the second half it just felt like really not much happened because they were just comfortable and more or less holding on to what they had but without any difficulty whatsoever hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Just looking through the YouTube comments, actually, and Lewis puts it very, very well. Roberts wasn't the solution. Um, but he wasn't definitely wasn't the problem today. No, which is he didn't make anything worse particularly. No, but no, he also all. didn't improve anything. I think at all. a lot of them. And I, made, and a lot of, had, well, like you say, you've already said people who gave it away so much made it a lot worse. Mm, but I think I think Roberts had thirteen touches right. in that second half. Which what's the point? I mean, well, we didn't really have any attacking presence. Full stop, though, did we? Because no. we were just you know we were beaten, weren't we? And it just was never ever happening. XG of not point two five. As much as that, I'm actually surprised it was as high as that because I, I can't think of anything that we uh, that we created. We hit the bar twice. Yeah, no, but, they were was, just, but they were they were just there was the good um, at one nil. There was fifteen decent minutes in the first half that shouldn't be 
gone. And then we conceded from a corner and that was that. I mean, one big point, two big points, two little points today. Richarlison, we noticed afterwards, very small nipples. That needs investigating, doesn't it? <laughs> Do you think? Possibly. Yeah, very, very small nipples. Mm. But apart from that, it's the only really light point from from today. Just because um, you've uh, got great big beef burgers, doesn't need. I'm, I'm actually quite small of nipple myself, so I have a bit of uh, stuff in common with Richarlison there. Uh, come on, Moscow, you've normally got something optimistic to offer us, so give us something optimistic today. I liked Matthias Click's glasses on the bench mm-hmm. in the second half. I thought that was good. Um, I like seeing the good, the good glasses and he looked smart in them. Yep. So that was good. He looked like an exchange student. Uh, was, was it a bit weird that Click went off? Well, not really, because if you're looking to change yourself and change the pattern in midfield and impose yourself in midfield, you've got to, I guess, take off one of the midfielders who's either pushing too far forward or not. But, he's, but he is a midfielder. You I want, know that. You yeah. wanted Forshaw on at half time, though, so who were you going to take off? That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Jack Harrison. <laughs> Put put James out on the wing instead. I mean, Rafinha being forced off changed, I guess, changed things as well. But I, I, the problem, the problem I thought was that we just didn't have enough people in midfield, and then we we just did a straight yeah. swap more or less. I know Forshaw plays a, yeah, a deeper this, role. This goes back, to, but this goes back to Bielsa's dogma, doesn't it? And the way he sets up and his refusal to to bend on formation. So mm. if you want to impose yourself on midfield, you do. It's you know, it's Plan A done better, isn't it? That's his theory. It didn't work at all. But there you go. I mean, the the flip side of that is. How bad would it be if the opposition played two up front and we didn't go three at the back? Because then we would just be two on two mm-hmm. and people running around spare. So it's kind of, um, he was saying the other week about, you know, unprovable hypotheses, but would we have won if we'd have been two at the back with two against two on Everton strikers? Is the answer then that we just can't win? We couldn't have. We could. Have, there is no situation in which we could have won that game. Well, we have won with. No, I mean, but I mean, back. in that game today, because they it, the system we played was a complete catastrophe, and was we looked we looked like we could play that game a hundred times more. And is it purely because we had three at the back, or is it because we had three at the back and also Everton played really well and pressed us and blocked us from getting out and made everything really difficult at the back and blocked all our routes to go forward and won and won the game that way we but, have won games with three at the back before but there are other ways of potentially winning that game is what I'm saying like right. you can't I think, well, I think that the, the truth well the truth is that you know you can never discount the opposition because it's a two team game as we've said loads of times so you have to give credit to the opposition when they impose themselves on the game like Everton did but equally from a Leeds point of view you need to find a way to manage it and to, to mitigate what they're doing and we just did, had no answer to it's it like Everton are not that good there's no way every, loads of teams have beaten Everton in since September they're, they're in they're like one of the worst teams in the league in terms of form since since September so there's not a there's not a, you can't say oh well you, what can you do really against against the brilliant Everton they're not that good they weren't good last week they probably won't be this good next week We but today but we that's because we make it easy for them well, we got, did we make it today. easy or did they make it difficult for us we made having it, a good game. But I think we, lads, we, look, we could go back and forth on this all night. It's it's both, isn't it? It's, mm. it's a part of the opposition. It's part of how we set up. And no, Everton are not perfect, but we didn't do anything to mitigate it. So but, to oh, say that we'll never win with three at the back isn't true because we have won three at the back and it wasn't the only thing that affected the victory today because there was both. Mm. So we right. got there in the end. Marcelo Bielsa says Rafinha's halftime substitution was tactical, not injury. So we have that um, oh. to go on. So presumably his um, snooted up conversation with Richarlison at the end was uh, in Portuguese presumably was uh, no idea uh, but Bielsa's in the comments he's saying he felt it was a fair result struggle to defend uh, the positioning of Click was an error on his part so he's he's taking it on his shoulders as he always does struggle to regain possession um, and that's about it I'm amazed that we've taken Rafinha off <laughs> as a tactical decision 
But it is that, but it does go back to what Moscow just said actually then about who do you take off when you're trying to make changes and you know, as we were laughing, weren't we? Was it on the was it the villa game where we were saying it'd be nice if we could just sneak um Joffy on and see if nobody noticed? And at one point actually the ref did stop and count the players, mm-hmm. didn't they? I think. Um but yeah, you, I mean, this is the thing when you've got to make changes, nobody but, is is beyond if your option taking off. If your option is Tyler Roberts on the bench, don't take Rafinha off like ever. I would I would suggest. I I don't see the purpose of the, when when does Tyler Roberts turned the game off the bench like, I, I think it's never probably um, he's, he's occasionally done alright but like I don't I don't see any sense in that just change. just a bit of further detail on the um, the tactical aspect of it and click uh, Phil is now uh, just fleshing out these comments saying that he's talking about click playing in front of the defence didn't seem that way to me it didn't no. feel like he was particularly deep lying or was he I, I didn't it, well it didn't seem like we had anyone there <laughs> so he was presumably not doing that job. Because to my mind, I've, I saw quite a lot of, and obviously I've not kept a full mental record of every position of every player on the pitch, but Click and Rodrigo alongside each other quite advanced a lot of the time. We managed to achieve today being overrun pretty much everywhere on the pitch. And it was weird because I, I was saying at a certain point, it seemed like... <laughs> where are they coming from? It's like, how have they got... Where are our players? Because we, we were attacking and we didn't seem to have anyone forward. And then we're defending and we didn't seem to have anyone back. It's like, where's, I think they were all just on the edges. <laughs> so there was just a massive void through the middle so when they broke through there it just felt like there was a there was nothing we could do about it mm. which is probably Bielsa's point that he had mm. click was supposed to be there and never was so he had to get him off and put Forshaw in and it was and he was saying it's his mistake mm. how, um, many, how many people are actually watching this by the way uh, a brave some brave souls let me have a look <sighs> 79 at the minute. <laughs> well Jeez. done. Hey, well done to the 79. Um, I think a lot, a lot of people have dipped in, but we can't take it. Come on. It's completely fair enough. It's about endurance, isn't it? I felt like that with the game itself, to be honest. This wanted to be over. That's well, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really pay much attention that second half. Um, mm. It just, it felt like uh, there was nothing there to particularly interest me and I was not surprised when we went 3-0 down. It would have been, if we'd have come out of the blocks at the start of the second half, What um? it might have been better, but... What were the building materials you were looking at? Because I was sitting behind you, I could see you were shopping for some... Was yeah, it was, rubble? No, it's um, type 1 aggregate, because I'm doing my garden. You yeah. use it as a sub-base for um, okay. putting down. So I just... Because um, my mate texted me, because we're doing the garden together, and uh, he said, do you want me to look into this from this company? I said, okay, I'll have a look. Yeah, it's the right stuff. Type 1 aggregate. Good. Yeah, um, that's that Is again. it good? Did you get a... Was it looking like a, a good deal? I haven't ordered any, but yeah, right. reasonable but price. You, you managed to narrow it down to what's going to do the job. Yeah, it's just got it's got two different names. It's branded differently depending on where you buy it from. So I was just double checking; oh, okay. it was the same stuff. Is but it cheaper if it's one brand and not the other? No, it's just how it's described. Oh, okay, Crush and Run or Type One Aggregate. It's not something I know much about. I've always had an upstairs flat, so I never needed to buy. <laughs> just, this can kind I have of stuff. a ton of aggregate delivered to the top floor? Please. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting a ton of it. A three tons actually. Don't yeah. go that far. Bloody hell! Yeah, it's uh, surprising. But we need to put like a two inch mm. um, sub base down for, mm. for artificial grass. So. Get it down. You do, it's the same stuff they put on the road. So you get like a whacker plate, which looks like fun. So I'm going to hire that for a weekend. Maybe next weekend. Who knows? Uh, not go to the football. Um, and just you know, do that in your garden. So there's your agriculture and, uh, and gardening tips for today. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. We've got nothing, have we? Propaganda as well, haven't we? What was... I'm just looking at my notes. I've just never... not read anything positive no. down. Um, yeah, we're just rushing everything. Giving it away constantly. <laughs> that, Lee, who's in the uh, YouTube comments, says Dan's aggregate search went better than January for auto. <laughs> I couldn't find any aggregate anywhere. Mm. I looked across the entire aggregate market and there was just none that fit my bill in the entirety <laughs> of Europe or the domestic aggregate market. And now your garden's sinking. Uh, yes. 
Oh, God. Just need to get to the end of this season now, don't we? Or we just have another game like Wednesday because that was mint. Yeah, it was, yeah, but we still only got a point. Days ago. But, but again, we had a, a massive gaping hole in our midfield and we got away with it because we managed to score at the other end, whereas we didn't have anything going forward today. So we don't so. get any credit for playing well in that game. No, we do. It was great, but, um, you know, it, it counts for nothing if we go down, does it? Well, it so. got a point. So if we stay up by a point, it counts for a point. Yep, fair point. Plus, plus side from today, Watford have lost again at home to Brighton. That was a game they probably would have earmarked as they need something from, I guess. Brentford have drawn at home to Palace, which yeah, I guess they probably would have looked to get some get a win in that if they're trying to chalk up where the points are going to come from. And then we've got Norwich, Man City, and Burnley, Liverpool tomorrow, haven't we? So, so yeah. hope, hopefully we're so not hope, punished for it. Yeah. So hopefully we get another week of more or less the same gap. Yeah, I don't but think anybody, it's not much uh, fun, is it? Nobody seems to be um, building up any momentum around us. I would be interested to see how. Everton do, they've got Southampton next, then it's Manchester City, Boreham Wood, then Spurs. Fancy um, Boreham Wood to get three points there. And then their run-in at the end of the season is Scum Palace, Liverpool, Chelsea, Leicester, Brentford, Arsenal. So they've got, they have a tough end. Um, Jay is uh, in the comments suggesting that, and this is all in capital letters, so I think it's a very forceful point, saying no aggregate would improve the aggregate you already had, um, which is a fair point. And I think for us, obviously... Next week, Scum, Liverpool, Tottenham is going to be interesting. But six, six points out of nine that, there. It's Leicester, Norwich, Wolves, Southampton, Watford is, that's when we stay up, isn't it? That's the uh, the runner games to look about. To oh, look after. Uh, I have to say the lovely uh, titled uh, Am I Tuna just says in capital letters, I love watching Leeds. So I don't know if that's some sort of... Uh, they, are, they are certainly my favourite football team. Yeah, not today. No, even speak. today. I mean, you can still, you can have a favourite. I like the best out of all of them. You can have a favourite thing, but still not like any of them. And on the theme, <laughs> I keep coming back to this Leeds hating bastard business. But I wrote um, on the blog in midweek after watching the Newcastle Everton game that in the last ten minutes they didn't. After it was three uh, one, they didn't cut to Frank Lampard once. You didn't see him at all. All I was watching for the last ten minutes was you searching for aggregate and Frank Lampard smirking on the sidelines. They loved showing him and him applauding the fans all that stuff so if you were going to predict a sickening um, result today then Lampard smirking for 10 minutes is probably you know the the most Leeds outcome um, I will enjoy that being wiped off his horrible face mm-hmm. for the rest of the season good uh, so there we go let's wrap it up there then I think I've got nothing else to add unless you have any, any thoughts no, no. Mm. Not interested. Moscow, you all said your piece. Um, I tried. We tried. We all tried. We all tried, didn't we? Did you match the day tonight? Probably not. <laughs> I don't want to see it again either. Might give that one a swerve. Um, get a film on or something like that. Mm. Just go stare at me back garden. Uh, Dreams of aggregate. Yes, there's a, probably a pun in there about aggregate score, but not today. Right. <laughs> thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Putting up with it. We'll see you soon. The match ball. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.